Yeah, what's wrong with the beer we got? It's for jugglers and jugglets. Listening to the best best friends podcast in the world. Who do you think you are? I am. And my cat's a lazy piece of shit. That's all he does all day. And now we're, 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 we're recording live now. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yo, welcome back, everybody. It's your number one source for all things craft beer related. It's the internationally acclaimed, Cindy Crawford approved podcast of Barley, Hops, and Friendship. It's the best best friends podcast in the world. I am your host. Tom, a.k.a. the king of the crisp. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Thank you for your, hold your applause. We still have one more, one more host to, uh, to introduce here. <laughs> well, actually, I couldn't hear you over the music. It was so loud. Your was royalty, it? but it was just mm. overshadowing it all. Mm. But I'm your other host. I put the hell in Hellas Lager. Ooh. I'm the hey. Ford Rattlesnake. <laughs> it's Dan. <laughs> all right, everybody. Uh, before we start, I just want to throw it out there. Remember, subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. Uh, you know, reviewing helps us make the show better. If it's good, it's a bad, whatever. So let us know. So we can improve Still waiting for that one bad review to tell us that we suck oh, so yeah. we can read it. It's going to be great. That's going to be the best one. day ever. Uh, one yeah. And, uh, and, and tell your friends about the podcast as well. Uh, cause you tell your friend, uh, they tell their friend and next thing you know, we're a multi-level marketing scheme selling essential oils. And, uh, you know, that's how it all gets started. Tell your friends. Um, and you'll make money. We'll make money. We'll all make money together. It's not a pyramid scheme, folks. Um, yeah. All right. So our guest today is a beer enthusiast and beer event and festival coordinator. Um, he has uh, coordinated uh, beer festivals like Area for Beer Fest. Uh, he does four local beer fest, which is a, a local beer fest here uh, every year. And right now he's currently working on the brew quest. Uh, it's Mike Holsenbach. Mike, thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me, Tom. We've been friends for so long and you didn't pronounce my wife's maiden name, right? <laughs> How do you, it, it's Holsenbach, right? Holsenbach. Holsen. Well, I have it. You didn't correct the spelling on here. It's wholesome back. Oh, do you have it? B-A-C-H? <laughs> no, I have it. B-O-C-K. Oh, no. Yeah, it's wholesome back. Like Molson Bach. <laughs> Two different styles of beer. Um, All right, well, anyway, your wife's last like name it? is Herb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, 
so I, uh, I'm, I'm excited for this episode because I, I kind of took it easy on, uh, on the old drinking this week. Uh, so I am dying to get into some beer. Um, but before that, um, Dan, you want to talk about, uh, brew quest a little bit before we, uh, we get in and we'll talk about it a little more, more later on. Yeah. We'll talk about, uh, a little bit briefly. I kind of, I guess with, uh, Mike can tell us about how Four Local came about and how Four Local had to quickly turn into the BrewQuest. Yeah, so the past two years, um, I put on a, a beer fest. Um, it was primarily only local breweries um, because I got tired of going to beer fests and asking who was pouring me the beer, what kind of beer it was. And they were like, I don't know, man, I just pour. Um, so it was kind of annoying. Um, so I put on a, a beer fest the past two years and I was doing it for an organization and, um, I decided I could do it better and be able to give more money back to the community. So my idea was to branch off or starting our own foundation that each event that we put together will, um, all the proceeds will go to nonprofits in our area. Hmm. Um, so is it like every festival benefits for nonprofits? Is that why you kind of kept the four in there? Yeah. So that, that was, that was obviously the idea. So when we were going to have the beer fest this year, we had four nonprofits picked out that we were going to do, um, give our proceeds to, um, an equal amount. And then this pandemic hit. So kind of, uh, screwed us up. Oh, man. <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna say it screwed up a lot. Yeah, it screws up everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, trust me, it screws up a lot of stuff. Right. So, I I had been trying to figure out how to come up with another way to support local craft brews, small businesses, um, as well as give money back to the community, which. Um, is, is where my heart is, is supporting small businesses and giving back to the community. So I threw thrown around, um, some ideas to, um, the, uh, Kate from McAllister's she's been somebody I've been able to throw ideas off of. Um, she's a, a great, you know, she's a, a nurse, so she's in the industry where she has to deal with COVID and then she obviously owns a, uh, a brewery. So I bounced some ideas off of her. Um, and then we came up or I came up with this idea where like we sell t-shirts, proceeds of the t-shirts go to a nonprofit. And then, um, the idea of the game is basically a quest to just go to all the, not all, but mostly all of the breweries in Southeastern Pennsylvania. Um, some that you've never even known existed and basically give them business and then post about that you've been there, therefore advertising them, you know, to your friends and family to hopefully get them more business. The check-ins are kind of like a scavenger hunt then. So you're kind of, yeah, taking a picture there and you said you're, you're doing prizes too, or something like that, right? Yeah. So we, we had originally, um, when I came up with the number of 92 different breweries, um, we bounced the idea, like, can we get this done by the end of the year? And, uh, everybody was like, that's not possible to hit that many breweries in challenge accepted. Yeah, it yeah, is really. a challenge. And I think it could be done. <laughs> 
Um, so what we did was we kind of divided it up into three, um, but it just keeps accumulating. So in December, we'll, we'll give away prizes for whoever's in like first, second, and third. And then sometime in April, um, we'll give away prizes first, second, and third. And then hopefully next September, when we have our beer fest again, and we can all gather and have a good time and enjoy beer, um, we'll be able to give away grand prizes. Um, so far, companies that have um, offered to, to give us prizes to give away um, is uh, Boardroom Spirits in Lansdale. They'll That's be giving awesome. us some stuff. Um, and also uh, Stickman's is going to be uh, giving us some gift cards. Oh, it's awesome. Oh, sweet. Um, and we had some others that, that said, just let them know when the time is right and they'll, they'll come around. But I don't want to say who just in case. <laughs> no, I can believe I, I dig that. Um, so Dan, we have that linked in our, our Instagram bio. Yeah. So if you go on our Instagram and go to our uh, link in our bio, uh, you'll see that right at the top, we have the Facebook event. Uh, where you can get a link to buy the t-shirts, I believe through bonfire and yes. you'll be able to, once you get the, sh I mean, you said you could start before you even get the shirt too, which is, which is great. I was, I was going to get the shirt cause I wanted to read all the breweries that you stuffed into that design. So <laughs> it's like that, the design is like a, like a Nordic <laughs> glass with like 92 breweries, like names just written in the glass. It's, it's pretty insane. Yeah, that took a long time to do because I tried to, I looked at each one of their, the way they, each company wrote their name and tried to match fonts, which oh, is a hell of a task. Yeah, when it was for sure. And um, with the program, the, the art program that I was using, I had to do it only on one computer because if I changed to a different computer, that font wasn't on that computer. So it was. Oh man, I know how that goes. Yeah, it's, it's it hell. sucked. Yeah. All right. Oh, it's so bad. <laughs> um, All right. Cool. So, um, do you want to, do you want to give out the website where they can, where people can get the shirts? Um, uh, we'll have a LinkedIn our, we have a LinkedIn our bio already, but if, if you want to throw it out, out there for, uh, anyone who doesn't visit our Instagram and I don't know, why wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let me make sure I've got it right. Um, if, if you just, if you go to the bonfire site and you just put in uh, for local foundation, it would take you right to where the, um, uh, yeah, yeah. This is. Cause the link is, uh, it's a little bit long. It's a little okay. long. It's, oh, okay. um, but yeah. I Actually, I got it right here. It's a uh, bonfire.com slash four the number four dash local dash beer dash fest dash brew quest. So you can just go to bonfire.com and just search yeah, yeah. brew quest. Yeah. If you wrote that down real quick while I was putting it out there, so you have to go for it, but Hey, linked in the bio also, you know, there it give is for local, local beer fest. A uh, like on Facebook and get there too. Yeah, I did. Uh, I just went to bonfire.com typed in brew quest and the shirt popped right up. Yeah, awesome. And it's only available for another week. So, so that's, that's the thing with, with bonfire, you, you have these campaigns, which I didn't know. Um, another thing I didn't know was that if you like, we want to become a nonprofit and we're in the works of doing that. 
Um, so we don't get the address or the contact information to anybody who buys a shirt, which kind of was a kick in the pants because mm. I was going to use that as a way to like give them incentives and whatnot. Yeah. Um, if we were our own nonprofit and then giving the money away, then we would have got that information. Um, so what I did was I set like a 20, uh, an 18, an 18 day first campaign. And then after that is up, um, if somebody buys a shirt after the, the campaign starts up again for um, whatever amount of time I decide, I, I feel like making it. Um, so you can just keep buying shirts pretty much indefinitely. Okay. Yeah. Just keep it going. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And like you said, Dan, I was going to originally like have people wait till they got the shirt. Um, but then again, that, uh, talking to enough people and saying 92 breweries or 92 locations, um, it seemed like a lot to a lot of people. I feel so like I a like, lot of people got it like a leg up on me and I'm like, ah, oh, man, people are starting this already. I didn't get my shirts in time. And you're like, you can just start it now. I went, I guess I could actually, I could just start yeah. taking pictures at breweries. But I was like, I just want to have the shirt so I can like read it and do off the <laughs> checklist. I was like getting all into the quest and everything. I bought a staff to walk around with, with it too. And everything. Oh man. I was excited. And I, and I have to throw it to Dan for coming up, helping me, at the last minute, I had to switch my name up about what the event was was called. Yeah, and can't uh, have two scavenger hunts in PA going on at the same time, I guess. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about that off camera. <laughs> we'll we'll, t- we'll we'll talk about that later. Uh, yeah. So the 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 brew quest was something the name basically Dan came up with and helped me with, and then I really liked uh, I really rolled with that because that kind of took back to like an old RPG type game with the quest and the missions and being a quote unquote hero, you know, helping out you know these these businesses and the nonprofits. Hmm. I get it. Um, all right. Do you guys want to, uh, you guys want to start drinking? I kind of want to start drinking. All right. So I think we're going to do, we're going to do the IPA first. Yeah. I see that on the list. We are going to start with the IPA. I thought, I thought we'd do that. Cause I think the other beer that we're going to do would crush our palate. Oh yeah. That's going to, that's going to be an ender for the night yeah. right there. And that, that might uh, <laughs> be a little bit of a rough, rough start. Um, all right. So I will grab my beer. Um, I'll, I'll talk about, uh, what we're going to do here for a second. Um, so, uh, we're going to get, yeah, into I guess our- this is the first episode of uh, kind of a little series we're doing. Well, we'll get into that afterwards because the first beer was not part of that series. That's true. Yeah. So- all right. So, um, uh, we're going to get into the beer and as usual, uh, you know, I'll tell you about our, our untapped and then Dan will tell you about our, uh, our description here, what we have. Uh, so you can follow us on untapped at best, best friends pod. That's at best, best friends P O D. Yep. POD. Um, so, uh, as you know, uh, untapped is a social media app for, uh, beer. Um, that's, you know, any kind of beer, really macro, micro, uh, nano, I don't know, everything homebrew. Did I miss anything? There's so many different types of 
brewing. I yeah, they just all kind of mashed together for me. Yeah. I was surprised. I was surprised to see home brewers on there. That was that was a big surprise to me when we started this yeah, podcast. Sure. <laughs> um, all right. So uh, again, you can follow us on Untapped at Best Best Friends Pod. That's at Best Best Friends P O D. All right, uh, Dan, <laughs> tell us what we're drinking. All right. So uh, the first one of the night is going to be I Heart the 80s by Levante Brewing Company. Levante Brewing Company out of Westchester, Pennsylvania. No stranger to the podcast, um, as this is probably our second time bringing them. Actually, third time bringing this, them to the podcast. This is the redemption. <laughs> this is the redemption episode. We'll talk about it on the second beer, but we'll do the first one here, which is the I Heart the 80s. Um, it's a New England IPA. Um <laughs> I like this. Uh, this description's good because Levante is very active on Untapped, and they do a good job with their descriptions. Craft beer had yet to gain popularity in the '80s, but if it did, I Heart the '80s would have been the raddest on the block with its bodacious tropical flavor provided by the combination of Galaxy, Strata, and Rakal hops. The sweet passion fruit aromas mesh perfectly with the totally tubular hoppiness of this hazy IPA. I'm just getting stoked reading this. Yeah. <laughs> and if it were sent back to 1985, Sonny Crockett himself would endorse it. Dude, Beautiful I, Levante. I couldn't have said it better. <laughs> we, we, we've talked about it before. Um, and uh, Dan and I both are kind of the same way was of label shoppers. And if oh, I didn't, yeah. if I'm, if I'm looking at just on a shelf, uh, this one's catching my eye. Uh, I love, oh, yeah. I love any, uh, any beer label that has the foil in it. I mean, that's obviously going to catch your eye once the, uh, once the light hits it and you get that little sparkle. Um, oh, totally. yeah, just everything in here, the little Easter eggs on the label are perfect. Um, just the eighties on the label. I just, I didn't notice this. The at cheers first. logo. It, cheers. It, yeah. yeah it's, it's so awesome. I, yeah. I look at it all the time. Just going, it's so awesome. <laughs> so cool. Um, so, so cool. <laughs> yeah. I'm with you guys. I'm definitely an advertisement junkie. I will buy stuff that looks cool, even though I think it might suck. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm right there. I've definitely had beers with amazing labels that has absolutely sucked. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, Natter days, duh. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna go with Mango Cosmic Passage, but you know, oh uh. uh. yeah, <laughs> that one's still fresh. That wound's still open. Yeah, man. Yeah. All right, you guys want to crack these? Let's do it. All right, three, two, one. All right, good cracks, boys. Uh the twenty-one twelve poster on the wall too. Yeah, oh, it's so good. Real strong aromatics right off. Oh, yeah. What glassware are you using for uh, this one here, sir? I am going with the Levante Tiku. Ah, so you went with the stem. Nice. Yeah. I also, for solidarity, did a... Uh, this is my old school Levante glass. Did my uh, my little uh, classic glass that I've had for... God, forever. Mike, uh, I see you're, you're also sporting a TQ. Of course, and uh, a four is that a four local beer? That fest? is, it's a custom. Did, did you have that guy made. on Etsy or on Etsy? Just do that one and the Nordic that I saw before. Yes, Jesus, my very expensive <laughs> glassware that I have two of. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, yeah, let's get into this, boys. All right, 
Slancha. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Man, that galaxy really hits you up front. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, it's been a while since we've had a beer this dank. This is um wow. This is this is yeah, that galaxy dankness just right at the top. I think Raquel, that's a New Zealand hop. I was uh trying to Google that earlier. I believe that is a well one had to uh, find out how to pronounce that really trying to do my really trying to do my homework now with these uh with these uh you know hop names <laughs> yeah new zealand so man this is uh, as a i mean it's classified as a new england and man it is not like this is un- unlike most of uh, the New England's that I've had. Um, it's it's hops all the way through, even that like to the end. This is, is nice. Yeah, it's a really good. Just I, I mean, if they just called it a solid IPA, I mean, it's just a hazy IPA is really all it is. I mean, it's I don't, yeah. I'm not getting really any juicy uh, aspects of it. I'm not I'm getting I'm not really getting any citrusy. Um, you know, that's what I, I kind of expected from it as as a. It, they labeled it in New England. Uh, I'm getting kind of like the aroma, but I'm not getting any. Uh, I'm not getting on my taste like anything on my taste buds with it. Just a little bit of on the nose, but six point five percent smells and tastes a lot stronger than it is, which yeah, I like. It definitely has a booziness to it. A really good hop profile. That uh, the uh, the the. Galaxy and um, I'm, I I don't know if I've Strata. had that. Yeah, I definitely the Galaxy and the Strata are working together, but I don't think I've had ever had one with the Raku Raku Rakau. We uh, Rakau. we actually. If I I'll, I'm going to do my research before I uh, step on my own tongue on this, but I believe we did have one with us. Okay. I think when we did their Hop Cartel. Oh, yeah, in our, I was just in our about infancy. to say, I bet you it was the Hop Cartel. If anything. Yep. In our infancy as a young craft beer podcast, when we were trying to do a comedy podcast yeah. where we featured craft beer, uh, we, uh, <laughs> we had, uh, we had their hop cartel, which was all New Zealand and Australian hops during that time was the, uh, Australian wildfires. And there was a surplus of Australian and New Zealand hops coming into the country because they were getting rid of their crops yeah, and just harvesting just the hell out of them. harvesting. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, Mike, what, uh, what are your thoughts on this beer? Yeah, I'm not, I, I agree. It's, it's very hoppy. Um, I don't, I don't know. I mean, like you said, I wouldn't, I would just go with an IPA on it, a hazy IPA, because I'm not really getting all the the tropical mango or pineapple or anything on that sense. If it is, it's like like peel or something. That yeah. It's just yeah. Real. And and the and the aroma is very a very light aroma of of, of tropical, but other than that, it's just just the happiness of it. Yeah. I definitely get like the, where they're saying the passion fruit, I get that in the aroma, but yeah, the, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. The flavors is all that hot profile. It's just, um, yeah, very bitter. Um, 
but it's it's the good kind of bitter that you're looking for in a in an IPA. It is it's extremely hazy. Like I'm not getting any light through my my makeup light. <laughs> yeah, I've got yeah. Which I, I I mean it doesn't really matter to the beer. But it's <laughs> hazier clear. Yeah. Um no, it's a strong bitter, but it's not it's but not it ha- too much right. over. It's a it's almost like a, it's a clean bitter. Yes. Oh yeah. To clean it because it, it, it hits on the sides and then goes away. Mm-hmm. And this There's is a little residual on the top of the mouth. That's about it. And I, I think I really like that I pulled this out just ice cold because I think it was I mean, I I'm, I may have to pull one out and let it sit for a couple minutes on the counter to kind of mellow out. Um, that might change, you know, the hop profile in it or the, you know, the flavors that you get out of it. But uh, yeah. having it nice and cold out of the fridge, it's it. I mean, I think it works well with the with the bitterness of the hops. Oh, yeah, this is a this is delicious. This is what. I look for with a nice, you know, I would consider like this would be my type of new England, my kind of new England IPA. If they all were like this, this would be great. I, um, <clears throat> I had mentioned that I, I don't think we've had, a a, uh, an, an IPA this dank. And when I say dank, it's, you know, you get that smell, that aroma that comes with, when you think of the word dank, you know? Yeah. It's galaxy definitely brings that out in a lot of beers too. Um, I think galaxy always has like a dankness to it. I love galaxy single hop series IPAs because of that. So this is like in my wheelhouse, this would be something I would, this would be a repeat buy for me. Oh yeah. I mean, label and label and taste combined. Yeah. The aroma of this beer, like putting it up to my nose, it just, it makes me think of cruising around and Dan's Cougar. Oh yeah, cruising around the old '92 Cougar, man. Yeah, doing some stuff that I don't know. It's more acceptable today than it was back then. <laughs> uh, you know, just late the first period because we had to go get breakfast, Sammies. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not a care in the world. Yeah, yeah, like the old '92 Cougar. I'm like, uh, I graduated in '93, so <laughs> my. My, uh, those years, my old cars were the, the 78 Camaro that my best friend drove or the, the old Jeeps that we had. <laughs> and then when he graduated, he had that 90, he had that 93 Dodge Daytona. Is that what he had? A nice hatchback and everything. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dan, is that a still sore subject talking about a Dodge Daytona? Uh, my old Daytona. <laughs> I always thought I was so cool in that when I was in high school that I wrapped it around a tree. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I, I don't remember the last time I liked a, an IPA on this podcast this much. Hey, redemption. Mm -hmm. We could, we could stop talking about cosmic passage. So shut your damn mouth. (laughs) (laughs) That was a good beer. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Um, you know, different strokes, different strokes, everybody. Um, agreed. That's something that's missing on this can art. Yeah. Uh, a little, uh, non unshaky Michael J. Fox. 
Ooh. Ouch, man. Come on. It's, it's been a while. He jokes about it. Come on. It's not even edgy anymore. Um, all right. So last week I, uh, I announced my, uh, that I'm running for president of the United States of America. Um, we've been talking, my, my campaign has been talking, uh, about how to get me on the ballot. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a late comer to the, to this, this whole, uh, presidential race. It's really going full Kanye with it. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) that's what I was thinking. I'm like, um, well, I would, I would love to say that Kanye didn't have an influence on me running, but, uh, after seeing his, uh, his whole, uh, campaign video, uh, with him breaking down, it, it just, I, I felt like I needed America deserves better. Um, <laughs> and, uh, true statement, you know, I'm, we talked about it in our, our Instagram post. Um, you know, I'm running on a platform of mediocrity. Which, yeah, dude, I had to, I had to, I was trying so hard to figure out how to put your platform <laughs> out there, and that was the best that I could do. <laughs> um, yeah. And, uh, so, uh, yeah, I'm running on a platform of mediocrity, which most years would, I mean, get me just absolutely squashed. But, you know, this year, mediocrity is what uh, I think America craves because um, we've been in this dumpster fire that is uh, 2020. Um, and I, I think it's the right time to throw my hat in the ring. Um, we're going to we're going to start campaigning pretty hard. <clears throat> I'm just giving everybody a taste right now. Um, I'm, I'm going to wait. Uh, I haven't, I haven't announced my VP yet. Um, we're still considering our options. Mainly I want to wait. Um, I, I want to wait until, uh, specifically until old, old mushy brain grandpa Joe, uh, announces his, uh, his VP candidate. Um, and then, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that, uh, that old Trump daddy is, uh, going to stick with, uh, stick with Bible beater, uh, Mike. Um, (laughs) so, um, you know, once, once those two, uh, I, I mean, I, I think Mike is going to be the VP again, you would assume, but you know, Trump's kind of, Trump's kind of a loose cannon. So I, I, you you can't really just (laughs) expect anything. Um, and then, you know, yeah, uh, you know, and then once, once that, uh, once that, once, once they announce their VPs, then I'll, I'll come out, you know, old, uh, old crispy diesel boy over here will, uh, will announce his, uh, it might, it might just be a pint of I, Pilsner. I don't know. Who knows? I, I just have to ask. I mean, is there any room in your cabinet for maybe your co-host over here? Oh, absolutely. Um, <laughs> I mean, my kind of Pilsner. Do you, you want to go with a Pilsner? Uh, I mean, Pilsner, I think uh, I like a Pilsner has nothing to hide. Yes. That's what I'm going to say. Right a good there. Point. Yeah. And it's a, it, you can drink a Pilsner any time of the year. It's an all, all around beer. Um, and that, that I think it's the, it's the people's beer. It, I it, mean, it appeals, it appeals to the micro, the craft beer drinkers. It appears to the macro drinkers. I mean, everybody likes a Pilsner. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a man of the people. Tom, I think, I think you found your vice president. I, I think mean, so. You, you, you've might. already sold me on it. But what, <laughs> what, if I had to choose between a pint of Pilsner and Mike Pence right now, but what pint of Pilsner am I going to go with? Ooh, I mean, we have to go try and true. I think, I mean, 
I'd have to go. I'd have to go American Pilsner, man. I'm really just. Well, I meant just. I meant specifically brewery. Which brewery is going to give me my my VP Pilsner? True. True. My VPP. Um, um, I don't know. Maybe we'll have to talk to Ethan about that Vice President Pilsner. Oh, there you go. Um, and Ethan, then, if you're listening, collab, <laughs> collab. Um, and then I'm going to have to get like if I'm going to have a Pilsner as my vice president, I'm going to have to get one of those like single can refrigerators and like bring him around and like in that and like a Pope mobile like, like type Pope, deal. Yeah. Like yeah. Pope yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm going to, you know, I'll, I'll, I definitely have room in my cabinet for you, Dan. Uh, you know, I, I'll have to have Dan. Um, I'm not asking for anything important. Just like, you know, secretary of, what's a low level like entry level cabinet job that i can't screw up i don't know um, i mean look any at of them right now who, <laughs> yeah to look at trump's cabinet i think i could, I think I could take on secretary of a- agriculture pretty hard right now oh i like it um i think i would put my dog as secretary of state um um i i i, I want some i i think ethan uh, from stick man, he's got to be in my cabinet somewhere, but he's got to be like my, uh, I don't know if he'll be like my, I feel like he has to handle the press. Like he has to be, yeah, I think he would be like the, the Sarah Huckabee of, of my, of my, uh, my (laughs) cabinet. Uh, Oh, who is, who is the dude before her? Uh, Yeah, spicy. yeah, yeah. He's, he's a spicer spice. right there, man. Ethan, Ethan, get he can get spicy, man. I think he could be your spicer. Oh man. yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And then uh, you know, I'll fill it up with a couple home brewers and uh, I don't know a log. I, you know, whatever. It's all going to be better than what's what we currently have. Um, <laughs> Make America okay that. again. Yeah, my my attorney general is going to be a box of bagel bites. Um, still going to do a better job than Anthony Barr. Um, so yeah. Um, you know, make America. Okay. Again, man, I, I need, I, I need, uh, <laughs> you know, we're going to make America TikTok again. It's coming back. I'll bring it back. First day in office, TikTok, boom, back in the app store, baby. Um, <laughs> um, he's, he's already cornering the, the youth anymore? mode right there. What's that? What was that? Mike? Is that actually not in the app store anymore? No. Well, they're trying to get it. Uh, they're trying to get a ban. I, I think Trump's getting it banned from America. I don't know. So yeah. he's no, trying. He's it. trying to squeeze out some more money out of uh, out of China for it because it's a China based company. Yeah. Um, it's gonna have. It's really kind of opening up. I guess his talks with trade in China and stuff. I don't know. It's really underhanded what he's doing with it. But if you can bring back TikTok, man, corner that youth vote. I will bring back. TikTok, and then you know if china wants to interfere in the election wink, um that's up to them um you know put me in place boy um and then you know yeah, oh i'll be the first president you're gonna get a healthy dose of, of suckets you know <laughs> every speech is an end with camacho fuck it <laughs> you take it right from idiocracy and go right to camacho yeah uh, <laughs> oh you you better believe that I'm doing every speech with just two AR 15s, baby. I feel like, I feel like you need a presidential t-shirt gun now. <laughs> just so just launch a couple TikTok, make America TikTok again shirts into the crowd. Oh yeah. No, I'll have to find a, I'll have to find a place in my cabinet for like gritty or, uh, or the fanatic, maybe both. Oh, yeah. Secretary of entertainment. Yeah. One for that. Gritty, oh, gritty, gritty command. <laughs> 
Gritty can man my t-shirt gun and uh, I'll just have the fanatic where it badass donuts on the white house lawn and a four wheeler. Oh, there you go. God damn. Yeah. I'm, I'm so ready to vote for me right now. I cannot wait to Photoshop you onto a couple presidential flyers for this podcast. Yeah. Let's- like you've got, you've got me so excited now, more excited than your let your first pitch. I was like, I don't know right now, Tom, I'm a believer. I'm, oh. I believe in you. Well, all right. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe I make my, uh, my, my secretary of awesomeness, Justin Bieber, and then I'll turn everyone into believers. Ooh. Oh, see idea and idea. Man. idea man. <laughs> um, yeah, so there it is. Uh, I'm, I'm currently looking for endor- endorsements. Um, so if you want to make America TikTok again, AKA or also slash make America okay again. Um, okay. Young people yeah. watch us drink beer on TikTok. Just let us know. I mean, we'll do it. I mean, we won't dance, but we'll just guys, it'll just be a, a quiet video of us just going, bro. I'm going to, you know, homework's canceled for everybody. Um, you know, uh, yeah. we'll I do. Mean, we, we need a president who drinks beer. I mean, yeah, current doesn't drink at all. Look, I, you want to hear some of my Ridiculous. here, the amount of methamphetamines that man's on. <laughs> look, I'm a, I'm a firm believer in, uh, you, you guys want a four day work week? You got a four day work week, baby. Oh man. 40 hour He's, work week's gone. It's, it's irrelevant. I just, just sweetening everything mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, IRS. That, that bitch is getting dissolved, baby. That's where my libertarianism comes in. We burn, we burning that thing to the ground. Taxation is stealing, bro. Taxation is theft. All right, let's get uh, let's get back to this beer. All right. Uh, yeah. Are we gonna are we gonna rate this beer or what, Tom? Yeah, Tom and Pills, twenty twenty. <laughs> All right, let's make America okay again. Um, let's make America crispy again. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. all right. So um, 2020. <laughs> all right. So, uh, we're going to get into our ratings. Uh, Mike, we go off of the untapped ratings. Uh, so I'm familiar. I'm sure you're familiar with those, correct? Yep. All right. Yes. So, uh, with the untapped ratings, um, you can follow us on Untapped at Best Best Friends Pod. That's at Best Best Friends P O D. That might be my campaign song. I like that. That's a good one. Yeah, I haven't heard that in a long Man, time. Man, th- this episode is oh, really just fleshing out my. It's all fleshing out my my campaign right now. All right, so Mike, what are you uh, what are you going to score this this beer and why? <laughs> Um, so let's go with my, my honesty is that I am not an IPA fan, um, because that I don't like the super bitterness of the West coast, which is what I was probably drinking way before you guys could even drink at all. (laughs) Um, so I store I I went away and I went to the darker beers and that's why I'm a huge stout fan. Um, but in light of that, uh, if I was if I was somewhere and I was going to get an IPA and this was one on the list because I feel for myself 
it's completely drinkable. I can wash it down. It's, it's, it's clean. It doesn't have a sharpness that just lingers in the back of my throat. So I give it a 4.7. Definitely a buy again. A buy again. Wow. Okay. 4.75 going high. All right. Like that. Danny boy. So with this beer here, it's given me all those nostalgia feels, not only with the label art, being an 80s kid for five years of my life, but uh, <laughs> one year longer or one day longer than me. Yeah. One day, one day longer than Tom. Yeah. I'll take that. We'll take that one day win right there. But I mean, you got those nostalgia feels from the can of the 80s and I'm getting a nostalgia feel of the IPAs that, you know, like you said, you know, I started drinking IPAs in 2005. So, you know, it's, I've, I've been in the game, been in the game long, but you know, not as long as some people, I love the bitterness of an IPA. And this has given me those old bitter IPA feels right now. I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm getting, I'm getting the Westie with just, just a little bit of juice to give it that East coast kind of touch, just throwing a little new England in there, just a little smattering, but it's giving me West coast feelies right now. Uh, so I'm going to give this guy a, um, let me give it a four, two, five. Okay. I respect it. Um, so, you know, ever since the, uh, the proper Josh episode, I've, I've had a new, newfound, uh, newfound, uh, I don't know, newfound glory. Um, I've had a, <laughs> I, I, I've had a, 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 I've gone back to my old rating ways, uh, of being, uh, extra critical. Um, Oh. So for this, and it is why we are the best, best friends. It is giving me those nostalgia feels of, you know, when we, Aww. when we first started drinking beers and you tried to get me into IPAs. Oh, uh, it was an uphill battle. Yeah. Um, it's, it, this oh. is, it is reminiscent of a West coast IPA. Uh, I would say more so. It's like a hazy West coast more than it is in new England. Um, yeah, I think the only thing about it that's giving is that there is just a little bit of juice in it. It's not pine. It's not piney all the way through with the hops. Yeah. And as it, as it, uh, kind of warmed up a little bit, got down a, a little bit more towards room temperature, it did get a little juicier. Just a bit. The aroma is coming out more. Yeah. Um, so there is something to be said there is, when it first came out of the fridge, once we first cracked it and poured it, it was nice and crispy. Um, it was a nice clean, uh, hop to it. Uh, it was really nice. Uh, it's still really nice. I, I really, uh, I, you know, I, I know I've said this, this, uh, phrase multiple times while drinking this, but the hop profile is really excellent on this one. Uh, I think Levante nailed this. Um, I would buy again. Um, I would give it a four, you know, uh, I like, I like the hot profile. I like that. It's not overly juicy. This is kind of what I look for in a, in an IPA anymore. Like I just want to, after, after we kind of got into those, those, uh, single hop varieties. Now it's like, I just, I just want hops in my IPA. That's all I want. No, understandable. I agree a hundred percent, unless it's something that's going to like, if there's like a curiosity combo out there, it's going to catch my eye if they're doing something that nobody else is doing, which 
isn't happening now with the haze craze. The haze craze is just, just beating a dead horse over and over again. That thing is decomposing. <laughs> um, this was, this was very, and we talked about it being in a redemption episode and we'll get to it later. I think this is on its way to being a very good redemption episode for Levante for us. And starting with this IPA was a good choice. Our, our next beer, I cannot wait for, but yeah, I'm this very is, excited. This is great. Um, it, and it, and it does go to, and I'm glad that, you know, this beer was good because Levante is a very good brewery and we've mentioned it several times since that awful, awful cardamom beer. Um, <laughs> I told, I told Mike, we'd have to yeah. talk about it a little bit. Yeah. So but we'll talk about it on the next beer when we, uh, when our taste buds, yeah, when we go one. into our redemption, um, yeah, this is my first non stout from Levante. So no, that's different. surprising because they've, in this area at least have cornered the new England IPA market for longer than I would say any other brewery in the area yeah. because they've been around so much longer. Oh, I, I mean, guess. hop cartel is a awesome, an awesome IPA. Like I would yeah. put it, I would put it right along with like alien church where yeah, and cl- cloudy and cumbersome yeah. was always amazing. Tickle parts, any very, like even the just normal variation of that mm-hmm. is amazing like those were those were new england ipas that they started i guess they i mean they were right alongside tired hands of being like kind of those craft beer like magnates i would say they were just these two huge companies just it like not huge but huge for like craft beer just making great like releases you know lines out the door around the corner kind of thing hmm yeah, I guess yeah. my my step back into or step into I guess IPA was then La Cabra. Their their IPAs are what made me reconsider drinking IPAs. I want to get out to La Cabra they, so bad. Ethan yes. Ethan has heavily promoted La Cabra, um, so much so that he put a reference to them on one of his uh, his can labels. Um, yeah, the best beer brewed in the whole Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, except for Berwyn. Yeah, except for Berwyn. Um, and I really want to get it. I've never had anything from La Cabra. Everything that we follow them on Instagram, so I we get to see their, you know, their posts and the stuff that they're putting out looks great. We just need to get out to Berwyn and feature one of oh, their yes. beers. At and least that one food is delicious too. I love their, I love their like pods that they set up for the, the social distance, uh, outdoor seating. Yeah. There are a couple of great breweries doing that. Uh, LaCabra, you had them at, uh, the area Four beer fest, right? They gave you guys, uh, cans, right? Yeah. But at the first one, they couldn't make it cause they were triple booked, but they gave us, um, a few cases of cans. So again, like that's where I was like, uh, I don't, I don't want to try, you know, I'll leave these aside, but then yeah. my buddy JJ is like, dude, you have to try this. This is delicious. Yeah. We like, were, right. uh, yeah, we were the can pourers at the, uh, yeah. at the beer fest for them. And yeah, can art alone really hooked me on them. And when I was done, like pouring the beers and got to the other side of the table, they were delicious. That's a, it's a great brewery. Yeah. Cool. Um, so, uh, we'll post that, uh, that rating up on, uh, on untapped. 
Um, I swear to God, I'm going to catch up on Untapped for our, our <laughs> podcast. I swear tomorrow I'm just going to just reserve part of the day where I should be working and I'm going to oh, put all you, of the beers on Dan is totally going to be working all eight hours. <laughs> yeah. Wink. Yeah. Um, so, Mike, how did you get into the whole uh how did you get into beer and then how did you get into the event planning for beer how did i get into beer yeah that's an old story um <laughs> i was the first one Give out us a of my group of friends who turned 21 okay so i got the beer for everybody and then we just started partying basically um and we were big Yingling Lager fans at that point. I feel like that's kind of like the starter beer around here. Yeah. It's just like you uh, get, you start drinking and it's like, well, what do I, I'm, I turn 21 or I'm 18 and I have somebody that's buying sit, beer sitting, for me. Sitting in a parking lot of a pizza shop waiting yeah. for uh, our Yingling beer to come out. <laughs> yeah. What do I, what do right. I get? I get Yingling. Cause that's what I know. And that's, that's what's around here. Yeah. And I was never, um, I was never a macro brewery type. I taste it like a bud or Miller or Coors. And I'm like, this is disgusting and gave me a headache like instantaneously. So Yingling was definitely the beer of choice. And then I found, or we found, um, my buddy JJ and I found, uh, Pete's Wicket and Pete's Wicket Brown Ale was our beer of choice um never even heard of that where's that out of come on history buff. <laughs> they're they're not pennsylvania yeah um they were one of the first craft brewers that got a little bit big and then they kind of faded hmm. quickly it's it's funny that you say that because like my my first when like I kind of ventured out of like the macro kind of stuff like the Yingling uh, and um I got into like Newcastle Pete's Brown Wicked. Ale Newcastle yeah yeah Newcastle yeah. and uh and like Newcastle's Anchor yeah. Steam which is yes. essentially a brown ale um, well that was sold at every uh, Tweeter Center concert we went yeah. to back in the day oh yeah <laughs> yeah so so my buddy and I we everybody always had like the can of, uh, you know, the empties on their, on their wall. Oh yeah. We decided to have a full. So out of every case we bought, we put a full on the wall and we had over, um, and we used to go to Shangies, which is still around. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we could buy something different every time. And we just had, at that point we had over, I don't know, 300 different types of beer. Um, and I just like different types and flavors of beer. Um, so fast forward into getting into the beer festival type stuff. Um, I was, I'm with an organization that was looking to do fundraisers and do something different. And I obviously like beer and beer festivals and I enjoy going to them. So I put out the idea of beer festival and they said, we like that idea, run with it. And I said, I have no freaking idea what I'm doing. <laughs> um, previously to that, I I put together I, with help with others, uh, put together like four or five different skateboard events. I built skateboard ramps for the X Games a little bit. Um, we did two or three snowboarding events and some inline skate events. 
So I put events on, so I kind of know how they roll. Um, so I just fished my way through the first beer fest and we had five breweries show up, which I was excited. And then we had a few stickmans gave us, um, a few cases we had, and then we had some from La Cabra, um, and I had some others like donate beer. Um, and it was pretty accessible event. So they're like, yeah, do it again. Um, so last year we had 20 breweries show up. Um, I think the only brewery who couldn't make it was Concha Hocken and they donated all their beer. Um, and we had three food trucks and it was a really great time. Um, it was a little warm inside the, the building. Um, and we did it for the variety club, which is a nonprofit down the street from where I live. And what they do is they help children and young adults with disabilities, have a normal summer vacation type thing and help them out through the year. Um, which giving back to the community makes me feel good. Um, so that's why I decided like we wanted to branch off, do our own thing and give more of the proceeds, give all the proceeds basically to nonprofits in the area. Um, so that's, that's, that, that's our plan. Um, right now we're, we're in the stage of getting our nonprofit status. Um, but in lieu of that, we came up with the Brewfest. bonfire gives the money directly to Laurel house, um, who we picked this year. Um, that's awesome. Stickman's done a lot of work with Laurel house too. Yeah. yeah. They have that walk a mile. Yeah. Yes. Walk a mile in her shoes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's why they've given us money or they've given us gift cards. Um, basically we pick them. Yeah. Um, and I kind of pick them because I, I listened to the, um, the Montgomery County update COVID thing, um, to, to keep well informed. And they talked about how the number of, um, reports from women abuse on women has, has gone up dramatically since this time of COVID. Um, but the number against the number of reports that they usually got for children went down, um, which then drove really hard on me to think that these, there's these kids out there who get abused and they're not with parent, they're not with teachers or coaches that see this and can help Mm -hmm. report them. They're not able to communicate because they're, yeah, that makes all basically kind of trapped in that environment. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, so that's why I picked Laurel house. Cause I'm like, they, they've had to cancel a lot of fundraisers. Let's give all the proceeds of these t-shirts to Laurel house to help them out. Um, they didn't know this was coming. So they, now that I've been in contact with them more, they've been very great, gracious. Um, and I'm hoping, I think we're at, I think we're over $700 at this point. I hope to hit a thousand by the end of it, but you know, it's, it's all about people buying t-shirts basically. And, and $10, I think oh, at this point, like over $10 per t-shirt goes towards the nonprofit. Yeah. So go to, go to the, uh, to bonfire.com search brew quest and buy a t-shirt. I did it while we were recording this episode. It's pretty easy. Um, Excellent. Thank you. So it goes to a good cause. Um, and you know, it helps you find breweries that you might not have in the area and, uh, you know, donate to charity, drink some beer, find new beers, 
Yeah. Win, 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 win for everybody. Um, Dude, I have, I found Pete's Wicked Ale and I've got their history while we were were pulling this up. I was like, I went on a deep dive over here. Like, (laughs) yes. I'm like, I found it. So, I mean, you're talking like, so craft beer, 1995. Yes. This was, this was one of the second most popular craft breweries in the United States in 1995. Wow. I was... I was deep into Jurassic Park and Star Wars <laughs> action figures at that point. Oh, dude, I was putting on, I was putting on full wrestling events with my wrestling action figures. Oh yeah, this was, and I'm I'm looking at it, and like they disbanded so quickly. Like they were yeah. saying, like they rise and the immediate fall, like within like the nineties, like they didn't make it to the two thousand. So like nineteen ninety five, they were so popular by two thousand, they were done. Uh, like they were gone. <laughs> Man, I would love. Yeah, it was sad. They're really good. We need to uh, we need to put a pin in that, Dan, and uh, and and do a, a bit more of a deep dive for another episode. Yeah, maybe Pete's Wicked maybe we can find out the uh, the founder of Pete Wicked Sale and have him on or her. Found his name. Those. Got it right here. All right, let's uh, <laughs> let's let's put that one in the bag and uh, I'll put and, a pin on that. One. Yeah. Um, do you guys want to get into this? But, well, all right, uh, Dan. I'll leave this one up to you. Okay. Get into the next beer and talk about this while we're drinking or get into it before the, uh, you know, which, which topic I'm talking about. Yeah. I think we should get into the beer because I feel like it's going to organically bring up the BS that we're going to talk about afterwards. All right. I wouldn't say BS, but like, we're gonna yeah. we're gonna get down to some hot tea. Uh, yeah. 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 All right. And um, I think nothing nothing brings out the hot tea more like a ten or eleven percent alcohol by volume beer that we're gonna be getting yeah. into. All right. So um all right. So we're gonna get into this next beer and uh and we're gonna rate this again. And guess what? It's gonna be on untapped. And guess what? This podcast has an untapped and that untapped is at best, best friends pod. That's at best, best friends P O D. All right. I bet, I bet you didn't know that there were that many P O D songs there, Mike. (laughs) (laughs) And guess what? There's more. There's more. There is more. Um, so this beer is going to be kind of the, start of i guess a series i don't know you know it's not uh, i don't think it's going to be like a series but i feel like we need to talk about them as we go yeah it is a topic craft beer and i don't know if it's going to be like our summer crusher we did four or five of them just for like a month to do the summer uh this one i think might go on for a little while um i think we're in kind of our we kind of hit got into a, a our pocket here of uh you know, we'll do two beers an episode. And, um, you know, I think every episode will do a, a, a different style and, and this beer. Um, yeah. If we can find it and support the cause, I think we're going to do it. Yeah. So Dan, do you want to tell us what we're going to be drinking? I'd be delighted to, because this has been one that I've been wanting to get back into ever since we got a little taster at our logic of another variation of it, but this is Levante brewing Company's black is beautiful. Imperial double stout. So, ah, oh, that's beautiful. I, I, I love the can. I love 
and we'll talk about we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll, t- we'll, we'll talk, talk about, about it. Here. So I'll just go into the description because, as always, Levante is so articulate. They they're we- very well spoken, very well written. Levante's version of the collaborative Black is Beautiful Stout, created by Weathered Souls Brewing, contains the right amount of booze and sweetness, balanced by the depth of toasted malt character. This luscious, full-bodied Imperial Stout warms you up and as it goes down with enticing flavors of roasted coffee dripping with tantalizing notes of caramel and sweet brown sugar good to the last drop 4.26 on untapped average rating it's a new one out but that 11 percent alcohol by volume oh yes let me just say that again 11 percent alcohol by volume we are getting a little sudsy here i do like that uh a lot of the cans have on the side, like how they're brewing it because everyone's doing it kind of a, a different way, like what they're brewing it on. And, uh, Levante just put brewed to support justice and equality for people of color. So that's yeah. what the, that's what this whole, uh, no frills. They went right down to brass tacks with this one. Yeah. Um, so, uh, and then, uh, Dan was kind enough to get the podcast, uh, some proper glassware for this series. I did. Uh, I did. I was, uh, I was motivated by their release and there it um, is. Mike has one too. Oh, I know. Yeah. Oh, there we go. So courtesy, (laughs) we had to, yeah, I I had this in my head that I was going to have Mike on this and I knew he had one. So I just had to follow suit. I can't buy all that expensive glassware that you have over there, Mike. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, the background of your screen for like the people viewing at home. I mean, you look like the Joe Rogan of craft beer right now. (laughs) He's brew Rogan. We got Joe Brugan over here with his uh, with his pallet wall and these uh, water buffalo pictures in the back. <laughs> um, it's like a straight up Joe Rogan studio. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, we're gonna get into this. We got a uh, we got our glassware. We got our black is beautiful glassware, uh, courtesy of Brewed Breweries in PA. Uh, you can follow them at Breweries in PA on Instagram. Um, and Dan, Dan was nice enough to go out and get these for us. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, I think they wrote, they raised like $4,000 in glassware yeah. for, uh, I think who, uh, was it was Pennsylvania and Yeah. Something like that. Yes. But they, yeah. And they got, it turned away a grant and then they did it on their own. They're pretty badass. Um, Dan, you beat me to. You beat me to that. I just want to call that out. Not everyone knows what we're talking about, but Dan, you beat me to putting that in there. What? Uh, I do? On our doc. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I was just going in to do that. Yeah. All right. Um, so you guys, you, let's, let's crack these and then we can talk more because we're going to talk for a while about this. Yeah. This one is a slow sipper, so we might have some. All right. Photos. Boys, one, two, three. Yeah, there it is. So, Dan, before you pour, yes, we gonna do it. We gonna do what? Oh, we gonna do it. We wanna do it. We wanna do it. We gonna do the upside down. Yeah. You doing it? Yeah. Hold on. <laughs> All right. Ready? Oh, perfect pour. Oh, that's a tight fit. Oh man. Every time. Nope. 
Yep, I done I done goofed. Oh, I don't know about you guys, but uh, mine's looking pretty good. Yeah, I tried to uh, I tried to peel off there at the last minute. And, uh, no, you just you gotta you gotta, I gotta you gotta commit. You gotta commit. To, yeah, your pullout game can't be too strong on that one. <laughs> so. <laughs> Um, oh, right off the bat when I cracked it, it had a certain boozy character to it as soon as that as soon as it cracked right by my nostrils. And I I have high hopes for this because what this is our second stout by Levante and our first stout did not go so well. No. Did not. So let's talk about that before we get into the real piece of why we're drinking that, yeah. why we're drinking these. So, uh, for all of those who have followed us, and we appreciate you listening to every episode, you probably know about our first episode with one of our, I guess, our podcast EFFs. Yeah. Um, Zeppi, we did Levante for that episode. And I must say, uh, we had a, what, we had a New England from uh, no, Levante. No, we had or a no, uh, we had a milkshake. Yes. Milkshake IPA. And then we had a special stout which was brewed with cardamom and blueberry. Oh god. Did, didn't taste the blueberry. Didn't taste the blueberry. Did taste the robitussin though. Yeah. So, I think what we were about 3 what uh, no, 2 too, beers in because we had we had yeah we had two of the milkshake IPAs and we were getting yeah. to the cardamom which was a thirty two ounce and then and yeah and we thought it yeah we thought it was a good idea to have two beers and then crack into a crowler a crowler of a high alcohol mm-hmm. stout yeah um, and we gave it a pretty high rating for how we felt the next day well you did <laughs> you and you and Zeppi did. So, yeah, we we did this thing and we don't do it where we try not to do it anymore is we voted based on the brewery because we like Levante. We should ve- definitely be voting based on the beer itself. Now, the brewery should not have any weight in that. Um, and whew, we actually had to do a redemption episode or an episode where we had to take back our rating and give it a new rating. Yeah, <laughs> and we, had, we had to lower that rating this was not good. All right, so we got cheers on this. Are you ready to cheers? Are yes, you are you at a sipping? All right, you're you're available to sip now. Yep. All right, guys. All right, boys. Slancha. Taking that first sip, boys. Mm. I mean, this just makes me reminisce of uh the days of yore when I was a uh, a stouty boy. When I was Sir Stouty Boy of the the roasted malt. Uh, <laughs> before I came, became King Crisp of Pilsnerville. I don't know. Uh, it, so lost, it lost stout? steam. It lost steam. <laughs> what stout did you go with? Oh, yeah, what do you mean? What, what, do it, I mean, do you want my like quintessential stout? Like my all time or because it, it was like I went for any stout. Wow. But my number one which I feel like this is coming up more and more lately. Old Here Rus- we go. Old Rasputin. <laughs> I mean, it's the the stout. Old Rasputin, yeah. It's, oh. It is a 
It's a great beer. I mean, I've had, I've, I haven't had an aged one. I wish I, you still have that one over there. Oh that, yeah. Uh, That's a, that we're going to, boy gave you. Yeah, no, it's, it's waiting. It's sitting there. It's waiting for, I don't know, maybe sometime around late January, early February. I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll. Yeah, maybe like a one year anniversary of the uh, podcast. I didn't say that. I mean, oh, okay. Um, but is that what brought you to the dark side? No, 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 no. Um, I don't know what brought me to the dark side. What, uh, I mean, we had like, we, Dan and I started drinking like, uh, like, uh, one of the big darker beers that we started drinking was like, uh, yards brawler, which is on the, a little bit on the darker side. Yeah. That's like a session. Well, a session Brown ale, I would call it really. Yeah. But Baltic thunder from victory or the Baltic Porter was one of our dark beer, like intro level ones. Dale's 10 fitty. Dale's 10 fitty. Yeah. Yeah. It was just kind of like that thing. It's, it's just like how people get into IPAs. It's like, I feel like we had a couple, you know, you, you do you like your Guinness and, uh, you started getting into like, like you said, Baltic thunder, um, uh, you get Troganator, you get into like the box supporters. Yeah. Big one from victory as well. Um, and you, uh, it was just kind of like a slippery slope. It's just like you want, I want it darker and darker and darker. And then I was nitro or uh, nitro stouts and you had uh, like left hands nitro stout and uh, you, you had Breckenridge vanilla Porter and it, it was, uh, yeah, that was a classic. Yeah. Uh, Great lakes, uh, Edmund Fitzgerald Porter. Uh, yeah. Great divide Yeti. It's just like, there's Stouty so many out there. A lot of porters over here. Yeah, well, I mean, it, I w- I'm more of a, I would call myself a roasty boy. Roasty. Oh, the dawn of roasty. Yeah, the darker, yeah, on, on the darker mm-hmm. levels. I will say this about like the black is beautiful as much as I like the flavor and everything. I wish there was a little more roast, a little more coffee to it. See, I'm getting a they're good. Very, they're very sweet to me, I think. With the, it's the caramel and the brown sugar, I think. I'm getting a lot more uh, of that roasted malt than uh, than the other half one that we had. The other half oh, one the other was, half was a lot more syrupy. Yeah, it was a well thirteen percent. I mean, it's been sitting for a while. Yeah, they started early on theirs, um, and they brewed it very quickly and very very boozy. But Man. yeah, I mean, I, I get, I get the allure of what they're doing with that, that sweetness to kind of give it that booziness to it. It it gives me like, almost like a, um, it's like the port wine of stouts. It's got this very like booziness to it, like that you get when you go from like a regular, like red wine, but then you go and get a port and you're like, Ooh, that is boozy. Well, it's just like, it, it, it just has that, um, that typical, um, like Imperial stout flavor profile and Imperial stout. When I think of that, I think boozy, yeah. you know, it's going to be, it's going to be roasty and it's going to be boozy. You know, this has, a, yep. it has a bit more, uh, sweetness to it, but you know, I'm getting, yeah. I mean, right yeah. off the, right on the nose, I'm getting like a, like a mocha coffee, some, like aroma to it. Yeah. And I think that's like the brown, the brown sugar is giving that mm-hmm. sweet coffee kind of smell to it a little yeah. bit. And I'm getting that caramel on my palate, like leftover a little bit like residual sweetness. I love this beer. I think it's a great recipe. And I think a lot of people are kind of holding to the recipe with a, like they're doing they're they're putting a little bit of extra into it to make it say like like other half went up 13 percent. They wanted to they wanted to knock the doors off of it coming right in. Well, it's, I mean, it's a lot of I mean, it's everybody's all over the place. I think we have one 
that's coming in our, our Tavor package. Um, we're not affiliated with Tavor. Um, yeah, we have no promo code. So yeah, um, uh, if, you, if you listen to us for a promo code, it's not, it's not happening. Go into Tavor and use promo code best, best friends pod. Um, if you use You'll them enough, nothing. maybe we'll get some sponsorship from them. Who knows? Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, uh, we have one, I think from Tavor, I think is from Seattle and I believe it's 15%. Whoa. Huh. Yeah. Um, but I, I guess mean, we're uh, doing another remote podcast for that one. Oh, <laughs> uh, I do. The, the guest room has been completely revamped and, uh, you know, it's, it's set up for you, Dan. Did you put my movie posters on there yet? I did. The walls? I did. Oh, awesome. Thank you. Um, um, uh, I even got a, a blacklight poster in there for you. <laughs> Make you feel really at home. I went out to Spencer's. It, it better be, if it's not a lost boys poster, like on this, <laughs> I heart the eighties one. I don't know if I can stay there. <laughs> But this is, um, I mean, I, it's nailing that imperial stout flavor for me. Oh um, yeah, totally boozy, roasty, boozy. Little touch of the sweet. Um, I mean, when you think of an imperial stout, I think high ABV. You know, I'm thinking eight and above. Yeah. Um, maybe I've gone soft with my stouts. Maybe I like more of the coffee and less of the boozy. I mean, yeah. I've been going more on the roasty side. You've with them. gone, you've gone too far into the IPA side, son. <laughs> it's not what even that want? like i i like like a i like a bitter i like a bitter coffee instead of like the syrup i'm kind of getting but i appreciate the hell out of this like recipe after we have the other half because i just i love i love imperial stouts when they're done like bourbon barrels i like to do that little like shake after i take a sip of it when you start getting the barrel taste or you get that syrupy booziness to it just gives it that like that chill I get when yeah. I you know, drink whiskey. Exactly. A, 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 an Imperial stout should be almost like you're, you're taking a sip of whiskey or bourbon, you know, yeah, just give it a little like, Ooh, that's good. Warm yeah. me up on a, like a cold winter night or something exactly. like that. Exactly. And our, and our, our buddies over at bamboozled, uh, just did a whole episode about seasonal beers. Um, yeah. So Go check out check out uh, Bamboozled on Instagram, um, but yeah, this, fun, guys, Seppi's okay. Yeah, he's all right. Um, I mean, it's <laughs> it's Moose that's really uh, whole, uh, carrying that show. Um, Basically, keeps that show together. But yeah, it's um, it's exactly what you know. It's got that bite to it, that boozy bite. It, it is exactly what you said. It's a. I want to sip it. You know, I I want to pour this into one of my uh, into one of my tumblers over there and. I mean, just put it on rocks and sip it a little bit. Can we talk about how Nordic glasses just feel good in your hand, like sipping like that weight on the bottom of a Nordic glass just kind of sits in your hand nicely. It's just like the glassware alone. Nice. Yeah. It yeah. just sits nice. It's got that big fat bottom on it. I think a Nordic glass might be my favorite glassware now. Yeah. When I, I ordered mine, um, my custom one, I was going to do a standard pint and then I saw that the lady who does these did this shape. And I was like, I don't know. That shape looks cool. It's different than a pint. I, I have enough pint glasses to last forever. Um, so I tried it. And when I got it and I started drinking out of it, I'm like, I should have ordered more because yes. this is just a comfortable glass to just even be holding. My text to you was really gauging how many you had and if I could get one. And then when you said they were expensive, I immediately pulled out of that text conversation. Yeah, that's, that's what I figured. If I had more, I would. 
Um, I did find a company that I could get like, I think the minimum order was 12 and they're at like $15 a glass. Are they doing etched or are they doing full color? So that's a full color. The one I have is an etched. Oh, Brew Rogan's going to his stock right now. Yeah. So yeah, I was talking to, uh, I was talking to my wife about this. I was like, just hold it in your hand. Like, Oh, I like that. uh, Yeah. Just hold it. Oh yeah. It's so nice. It's a full etched glass. Yeah. I feel like if we could get our logo full etched and have it come through, that's the way to go. But I don't think we could, I don't think we could pull it off. At least if we could get like the text and stuff like that, maybe we'll talk to a uh, non hands about getting our text portion of ours du- like redone. So it's like clearer and everything, just getting like the text part of our thing on there or something would be awesome. But I don't know if it's like coming from a musician's background, like playing drums, like weighted drumsticks always feel like a weight of a drumstick is very important. So when I'm like holding this glass, it's like weighted heavy on the back end, just like a drumstick. So it just sits in my hand nicely, like just watching TV or something. It's just, it's comfortable to sit and drink with. It's a nice fat bottom girl. Yeah. It's making the rock and world go around. Exactly. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it, I, I, I agree. It's none of that. <laughs> Huh? No, don't. <laughs> it's a little too close to home. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now we're making everyone uncomfortable. Um, <laughs> it's just think about that. You just brought it up. I was like, oh, okay, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is. It just it's the, a couple of guys talking. <laughs> a Nordic glass just feels good holding. Yeah. It just it. it I don't know. Uh, I like the I like the TQ for you know, stuff where you're going to bring out the aromatics, but, uh, yeah, your sours, your fruited IPAs, things like that. you like, you want to bring out a lot of those. You want to bring out the hot profile too. Sometimes like it depends on the type. Yeah. But yeah, I, mean, no, I agree. Yeah. And as, I mean, as a crispy boy, um, I, I like, a, I, I like a good Pilsner. Uh, Let me tell you how glass. good a cream ale is in this Nordic glass though. So. Yeah, I'm excited to do uh, well. I'm excited to get my Remember the Titans by Odd Logic in in one of these. I'm surprised you still have some left, man. <laughs> I have one. Yeah. Yep, holding oh, off on that. Man. So um Do you wanna you wanna you wanna get controversial, Dan? Do we wanna do you wanna dip in some hot tea? Yeah, I do. I do. I really do. So I wanted to bring up this topic because we were doing the Black's Beautiful Beers primarily because during these beers came about during a time of, you know, some a lot of racial injustice, I guess you would say, in the United States. Yeah. Um, the black. I mean, not even just the United States. I mean, it, it became a kind of a global thing. There were protests you know, across the globe for it. Um, but the Black Lives Matter uh, movement protests and things like that. Um, craft beer coming together to do this collab just it it speaks it speaks to my love of the the art or the, just the community of craft beer the love of the but, game yeah but with every community you've got a couple shitheads so um and one of those shitheads that kind of came to light during <laughs> this time do you, do you did you like how i put that in the notes dan like a <laughs> just like like a tv show episode yeah. <laughs> J. Dagger Adigans, yeah. the bootlicking brewery. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, we're gonna talk we're gonna talk about um we're gonna talk about shitty Potsdown being shitty Potsdown. 
being JJ Radigan. Oh, all right. It, you know, it pot sounds on the come up. Pot there, sound is on the come up, but then you got shitheads like this. Who just, well, you're always going to, I mean, you could say that about any town around here. I mean, we're in a yeah. very rural area. You're always going to have those kind of boot looking shitheads. That's true. But, um, yeah, so this, did we, this topic, did we discuss what? this with Mike? Are we going to, they're, they're not any, any affiliation with your <laughs> funny story. Fest, right. Are you? Funny story. So I, I would have known. Yeah. So I was, I was hoping Mike a little bit, like I said, with the brew quest idea and everything. And he had his, um, he, he brought his design together and then I was talking with Brendan and then all of a sudden I was like, Oh, Mike, wait a second. You didn't put JJ Radigan's on that design. Did you? <laughs> I did because I didn't know any better. Um, no, so no, I tried to, to change it to be Everybody fair. Listen to this. Just overlook JJ Radigan's to be. To, yeah. To be fair in your defense, I, I probably heard about this about the same time as you did. Um, so it wasn't like a huge announced thing other than some people from, you know, that we know through the craft beer community calling them out. Yeah. So we had, um, I saw some Instagram stories. Um, actually our guest next week, um, kind of had some things on his Instagram from a local brewer in the area actually uh, works in Pottstown at uh, Pottstown United. Um, his name, we'll, we'll keep it, we'll keep his name out of it, but he is a, he's a local Pottstown brewer and well, actually he didn't keep his name out of it, but he, he, <laughs> he gladly posted this stuff here. But so JJ Radigan's apparently um, does not like the whole black lives matter uh, movement at all. Um, for one thing, they like to reference Infowars, which I didn't know that still existed. I didn't know people still put those. Sti- I thought those were those faded stickers you see on like an old like Toyota Camry when you're in traffic. You're just like, oh, Infowars is still around, huh? Yeah. <laughs> oh no, I thought they went by the wayside. Oh, Alex Jones. So the um, I guess the head brewer and owner of JJ Radigan's has a history of posting things on his Facebook and Instagram, his personal Facebook and Instagram that are transphobic. And they also, um, was posting articles about how black people are to blame for police brutality. They have a fucking, they have a fucking, uh, typo in their headline of their article. Oh, I know. Darren, (laughs) Darren, Darren Eagle. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Shout out Darren Eagle. Uh, This is from, this is from five years ago. Yeah. An article from five years ago. So he's been posting this pretty, uh, I mean, he posted it and then he reposted his memory of him posting it. And that's when a couple local hero brewers in our area got involved and decided to tell them to go fucking kick rocks, which is great. Um, yeah. Uh, and also I, for, I, I believe I heard that during the extremely peaceful black lives matter, uh, marches in Pottstown. Uh, they stood outside of their uh, their facility with guns. Yep. Decided to. Uh, wow. Decided to sit there and uh, 
Uh, God, I, I, I hate to say it. I keep going like in my head, it's like Potsdam going to Potsdam. That's what's going to happen. But I know it's not all Potsdam. I feel like I'm just like, but I, I know, sucks. I know, I know the, um, I think I know the person that you're talking about with the, uh, it, the uh, from uh, Potsdam United. And uh, it, you just, you don't expect that from, like uh, the the people that are trying to build up Pottstown, you don't expect it from the craft beer community too. Well, it's and not like even I, that. It's it the people that are trying to build up Pottstown. It's other uh, other uh, businesses that are working to build up this community uh, and and make it what it once was. Um, don't hold the same the exact ideal. opposite yeah. ideals of JJ Radigan. Right. Yeah, I, I mean, they're just it's for lack of a better words, they're just pieces of shit. Yeah. Like, and from what I hear, just obviously sitting outside with their rifles, apparently they're, um, you, for everyone listening, you've probably seen their amazing food. They post, uh, they've got some less than favorable ratings from the, uh, health department mm. on their inspections. In fact, they've actually had to temporarily close a few times. Really? Just throw that out there. Um, their food looks good, but something might be happening in the kitchen. Just saying. Um, oh, I'll take them down with whatever I say into this mic. Yeah, they're absolute pieces of shit. Um, they're they're the kind of people that that when you know watch Fox News with their pants off that and, and <laughs> they fucking sit there and 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 just take in and absorb whatever that ass hat Tucker Carlson puts out there. And they think that it, it was a, a bunch of very peaceful people walking down high street. With I had signs. Friends in that, yeah. I had friends involved in Potsdam's protest um, and stuff like that. And pictures and everything very well, like just, it wasn't anything. It wasn't anything yeah. that even deems any sort of, I'm just no. going to sit out here with my gun. No, like and they, it's because they watched too much fucking fat Fox news where all they showed was people rioting, which was, yeah, which was all like B real from the fucking giants world series win. Anyway, it wasn't even a fucking black lives matter protest. Yeah. It was all uh, we don't need to get too political into that. Yeah, of yeah, what uh, It is, but um, you know, if, if you're, if you're a shithead that, wants to believe any of that that goes on uh if you're gonna if, first of all if you're gonna if you're gonna watch cable news uh you're you're a fucking dumb dumb just it, it's a 24-hour news cycle that needs to uh put shit out there because it needs to be ingested uh guess what guys there's not that much news uh to be put out 24 hours a day so a lot of stuff needs to be sensationalized so i really hope that you can get that through your skulls that don't watch Fox news. Don't watch CNN. Don't watch MSNBC. They're all bad. The left leaning ones, the right leaning ones, they're all bad. Tom Pilsner, 2020. Yeah. Tune in it. <laughs> tune into your local news, which is still, it's, a, it's still remember ABC is owned by Disney. NBC is owned by Comcast. There's if Fox is owned by Rupert Murdoch. They're all they all have to answer to somebody who has their own ideals that says you're going to put this on. You're not going to put this on. Tune in to Al Jazeera. I don't know. It's it's all on. It's on every. Yeah, 
just go on any, any of your streaming devices. It's all, they have an app. Just go on there. Watch Al, Al Jazeera. It's a, it, it, they don't have any uh, stake in what is going on in the U S just, yeah, I mean, I watch, get yourself I watch out of the before they go suggestion, like uh, uh, Rutgers or BBC. Um, they're all on the bias chart, um, kind of top center of it. Um, ABC is actually up there with the top center. So that is a, a good news source to get something that's more in your center. Um but yeah, don't listen to the others. I mean, this inf- it just InfoWars shit is just fucking garbage. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Um, so I mean, when Dan told me about this, I was like, oh shit. <laughs> um, Get ready. Yeah. So I tried to change the design, which I unfortunately cannot once I've submitted it. But I p- kind of put a clause in my for my website. There's like a what if, like what if a brewery closes. Brewery's a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, I didn't put that that exactly thing in there, but there's like a, a substitute. Like, oh, you know, what if you know one is a piece of shit? How about you're up that way? Go to Hidden River. Yeah, there you go. Hey, go go down the street to Pottstown United. Yeah, They're go what three blocks down and go down to Pottstown yeah. United. Hell, yeah. cross the street and get involved in an artificial sellout from Imprint. I don't care. Just don't go to JJ Radigan's. Yeah, go to right. Pottstown United and get some Schuylkill. Oh, that beer is. That was the beer that made me decide we wanted. To, we should do craft beer when we had fucking Chef when ben. we had yeah Chef Ben. And everything It's like we have to lean into this hard. Yeah. Um. There's a lot of other options around there. Uh, if you want to go throw an egg at uh, at JJ Radigan's door, I'm not saying that you should, but wink. Maybe you should. Um, yeah, but they might use that egg that's dripping down in their food. So let's not give them any yeah. free. We don't want. Yeah, we don't product. want the eggs that we throw at them to oh, be you some mean, poor schmucks brunch tomorrow. <laughs> you mean they're <laughs> with their D minus uh, food uh, health rating? We passed. Yeah. It's a pass. Apparently, they don't follow guidelines, and they've been written up many times. I just love going through. I love having friends like this who just give me stuff to talk about about breweries and shit. And it's great that a beer like this brought people together, but also kind of showed the light on shitty breweries like that. Like we were wondering on some breweries why they weren't doing like the black is beautiful. And some of the breweries had very good reasons as they, why they weren't. Um, But JJ Radigan's staying noticeably silent when, you know, other brewery it's and breweries and PA kind of brought this up when, you know, they did the, uh, they did the beer that benefited, um, hospitality workers hospitality, other, half, yep. other half did their beer and then they had a beer a couple of years ago that benefited uh veterans uh yeah they were you know benefiting veterans they, uh, breweries jumped to these and then you do a black is beautiful beer and you know so many breweries got involved but there were those breweries that got involved with every other one and just said crickets yeah this just stayed yeah. silent um scott from uh round guys has taken a lot of heat for doing a black is beautiful beer um which he's if you follow him um or follow he's Round the guy guys, who does the uh the ho- the toast at four, yeah, PM, right? at yep. four o'clock yeah um like he's very into the community 
and and helping out you know they have like a drag queen they used to unfortunately uh used to have a drag queen night like that's the thing is helping out the, the marginalized people yeah so it, it made no sense why people are, are getting you know they they won't go to round guys anymore like that doesn't make any sense like you like their beer you, you don't like yeah. you don't have to buy black is beautiful if you don't like you don't want to support them fine i'm so curious as to why they don't support the black is beautiful but they've been supporting it throughout all of the drag shows and everything else that they've done they've done so many things for like i would say like minorities who are discriminated against and then all of a sudden black is beautiful comes out and you're going to swear off round guys. Like where were you like the last couple of years when that's all that they were doing? Well, Dan, Dan, here's the thing. Um, people are racist. There's a, there's garbage people out there and that's yeah. that. I mean, obviously it's going to come out a lot as we have these beers on the episode is our distaste for these people. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And you know, if you don't like that, our podcast is uh, featuring the black is beautiful series. Fuck you. Don't listen. Yeah, Kick rocks. I don't care. Yeah. We don't, we don't need your listenership. Fuck yeah. off. Um, we, you know, this is something that Dan and I will wholeheartedly stand behind. Um, and you know, it's something that we discussed with our last guest, uh, you know, beer is all inclusive. It's, it, it, it's Everyone used to bring drink. people together. Yeah. Beer was a celebration beverage. It's br- you know, bringing people together for a special occasion. Marriage is like, you know, it was things, it was, a, it was a celebration. That's what it was made for. Yeah. That's why I like doing the beer fest is it was just, you know, celebrating your local breweries. Um, I guess uh, I lived in Lansdale for a long, for 10 years. And when I would mention round guys to local people who lived in there, they'd be like, who, where, I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, stop buying crap beer and go support local. So doing the beer fest was helping people like yeah. realize McAllister's is in in North Wales, or Ten Seven is like right next to the railroad tracks. Like seriously, yeah. it's like there stop is buying a city beer. just concentration in the Lansdale, North Wales area that like you could pretty much do a brewery tour in that area oh, and yeah. hit like what you can hit. 10 breweries. Some of that. Yeah. Um, yeah. What, what really opened my eyes to the whole, I, and I, I do think that for the most part, I think that the, it's a generational thing where um, people get mad at, you know, places that do, Oh, we're going to support black, the black is beautiful beer. You know, it's a certain, you know, maybe a generation prior to, our generation, um, you know, whether you want to call it Gen, what, what is it, Gen X, or if Dan and I are technically millennials. Um, yeah, we we're like a, we're like one year into a millennial. Yeah, like min- Mike, I think you would fall into Gen X. I'm an X. Okay, but I I think it, it, I think it's like you know it's that boomer um, and mentality. Yeah, it, it, it's the boomers and. I don't know what's in between boomers and gen X. Um, no, there's, there's definitely gen Xers that are, trust me. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, that's, know, a, that's, that's a tough generation to be in. And like, I have friends who are in the gen Xers that I've just had to unfriend because of the shit that they post and, but it's, garbage. you know, it's, it's also, you know, uh, seeing, 
the big thing for me was, you know, in our area and, and some of our, our Dan and I's friends, you know, we, we are fairly engulfed in like the hardcore community, um, which is a, you know, the hardcore, hardcore music. Yeah. yeah. Which, you know, you hear like hardcore metal music and, and you think like, Oh, these guys are going to be, but they're, you, know, you see the hardcore community and it's all like, there's no hate. There's no hate. Oh, it's, yeah. all, it's, it's all love. Yeah. It's, Nazis. Yep. All we it's all say. fuck Nazis. Yeah. <laughs> right. And I mean, even when, those when people that it, like, um, I haven't been to a hardcore show in ages, but I would say the last hardcore show I went to was a wisdom and chains hardcore show. There you go. Um, and it's, you know, it's a plethora of colors and genders and everything. And it's like, well, you got Joe from up there. Yeah. It, man. Like, and he, uh, like I've, I've been fortunate enough to share the stage with wisdom and chains multiple times. And I can say like, without a shadow of a doubt, the best shows that I've ever played have always had wisdom and chains involved, whether I was playing hardcore or I was playing like posy punk rock and shit. If wisdom and chains was on that bill, it brought everybody together. Yeah. It was a, it was a bro atmosphere. It's honestly in the current climate, it's an atmosphere. I miss, I miss being in the pit. I miss, yeah. You put your arm around like a fucking total stranger who may be a completely different nationality from you, but you're singing the same damn song. Like I, I yeah, you miss that. Yeah. I mean, it's the same thing. It just goes back to what I said. So it's like music is the same way as beer. It's, it's all inclusive. You know, it's a, everybody, everybody's welcome. You know, um, everybody love everybody. Yeah. ELE baby. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> going back to this beer. Um, oh yeah. Uh, we have to rate it still. Right? Yeah. I'm a uh, getting low. Uh, oh. yeah. Well, yeah. We're all about <laughs> the same pace. Oh, yeah, we, well, we got heavy in the conversation, you know. Yeah, um, and I th- I think this is something that's just going to come up every week, you know. I think yeah, talking I think about it's this gonna... this uh this series. Um, as long as they keep making these beers in our local area, we're going to keep talking about it. Yeah, so. for sure. Um, so let's rate this thing before we all yeah, run out because I'm I'm at about my last sip. Uh, <laughs> all right, uh, Mike. You want to start us off? Sure. Um, it's aroma. It definitely has just a hint of the booziness, and I expected the flavor to hit more on the boozy. Um, then I, I assume what you guys you guys kept talking about how boozy was, and I was like, hmm, I'm not finding it yet. I'm finding it now. Once I get down to the bottom, it's got. <laughs> He's like, the, it's warmed I, up a little I bit. Found it. It's warmed up a little bit. It has a, a wonderful taste. It's just really good. Um, their 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 Bogart, which is I think thirteen, that I've had before, which is a pastry stout, which I thought was going to be super boozy was smooth and i would put this up there with that it it doesn't really have it until it gets down to the bottom for me um the booziness until it gets down to that last like half inch um other than that it was really smooth and 
I could probably drink a few of these and unless I was standing up, wouldn't even have noticed it. <laughs> Honestly. Um, so yeah, I, I would rate this high. Um, you already aimed high on this already, man. I'm yeah. I, I, would, I would rate this high. This is definitely something I could go for every time I wanted to pull a stout. Um, it, I didn't think it was too thick. Um, and definitely not too thin. So I don't know, four, four point eight five. Oh, I mean, I, I really would order increments. So like four, this, seven, this is five. something I would put in my fridge to drink all the time. All right. Yeah. So we're doing the untapped, which is in quarter increments. So we'll put it at four, seven, five then for you. Yeah, that works. Cool. Danny. All right. As a resident non-stouty boy over here, as I've been, (laughs) I've been kind of pigeonholed in this, uh, in this podcast for that. Um, I do enjoy the booziness of this. I think because of your history with stouts there, Michael, if I may call you Michael, um, I'm getting more of the booziness in my nose because I don't drink a lot of Imperial stouts. So it was boozy right on the nose for me just because of my experience. I'm, it might be faint for some, but it really hit on the booziness for me. I love a good bitter coffee taste with my stouts and I did not get a lot of the malt kind of coffee, roasty kind of tastes. I got a lot of the brown sugar, the caramel and the booze with it. That being said, perfect combination of this. This is like, an end of the night glass of wine for me that I would just sit, watch a nice episode of 90 day fiance or something, you know, <laughs> and I, I enjoyed it. I'm going to give this guy a four. Four. All right. Respectable. Um, <clears throat> for me, um, you know, Levante, uh, you go and do something stupid. Like you put, <laughs> like put redemption, cardamom, in a stout <laughs> and then I you come back and then you come I back taste this beer that you keep talking about. Then you come back and you put brown sugar and caramel and you make an Imperial stout and go ahead and completely redeem yourself. Self. <laughs> um, I saved it for you. I, I was like, he's going to do a dumb and dumber reference, right? Oh, uh, best, best friends. Uh, I was going to let, I was like, I'm going to let him finish on this one. <laughs> um, for me, it's, it, you know, it, um, uh, it drinks exactly like what I would expect from a, an Imperial stout, um, high ABV. Uh, I'm probably only going to drink, uh, unlike Mike, I'm probably only, dr- only going to drink one of these. Um, <laughs> I'm going to sip it in my Nordic. Uh, it, um, it has everything that I'm looking for, you know, it's, uh, it was, it was smooth. It wasn't overly boozy, but it had a little bit of that boozy kick to it. Um, it had, it had a nice sweetness to it, uh, from the brown sugar and the caramel, but from the brown sugar and the caramel, it gave it kind of like a, almost like a mocha taste to it. And, uh, which, which pairs really well with the roasted malt. Uh, and that's kind of what you want with a, with a stout. Um, for me, the drinkability is very high. Redrinkability, very high. Um, so I would go, uh, 4.5 for this one. Ooh, right. Um, you know, uh, 
even with my 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 critical nature now uh this is a i i think they they excelled in this uh in this beer and uh if they can continue to do uh imperial stouts like this one i'll i would frequent uh levante for stouts we've been waiting for a redemption stout after less i think we've been afraid to go stout. also it's coming into the spring and summer as we were going into it so stouty boys kind of took a backseat to something oh, that yeah. we were doing oh yeah but now that the season is starting i feel like levante might make their fourth appearance on our podcast i don't know we'll see it's possible it, it's yeah. quite possible got a long winter ahead of us <laughs> um long lonely winter um all right so uh you know you have all three ratings we'll put it out uh dan has uh has committed to uh doing all his work tomorrow uh for his company (laughs) and not definitely just just like a college kid i'm gonna save this all for tomorrow and just do an overnighter or something yeah definitely not doing it during the work in the morning that's where we're gonna get him yeah definitely not doing it at like uh 1 30 in the afternoon when you're supposed to be doing actual work. Nope. Definitely not. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, what do you, what do you think, Tom? What do you think? We get about 15 minutes. You want to, you want to do a quick video? Okay. So you've had this video on our agenda for a while. So I, I mean, dare this we? might be the 11% alcohol by volume talking and the fact, <laughs> dare, that, dare and we? The fact that we have brew Rogan over here with his background and everything. I don't know. I feel like we have to do this now. All right. Well, um, this one is up oh, there. Right, oh, 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 I don't know where we're at here. Um, there it is. Okay. We're bringing it down here. Um, all right. So is it's, it's, it, like Dan said, it's a, it's a video that I've had on my, uh, hold on before we start this. Okay. Um, Mike, are you getting a block in front of the video for you? Yeah. I got about three quarters of the block. How's that? Oh, okay. There we go. All right. All right. Perfect. So this is a, a guy, he's a uh, targeting five star recruits on okay. Cupid. <laughs> what? I don't know how else to explain this. Uh, Well, let's get into it. Uh, So I want everyone to pay attention. (laughs) I want everyone to pay attention to the, uh, the uh, background song (laughs) that's playing while he, he goes into this. So guys, last video for a while, probably once I get bored, let's crack this up. Dan, is that three days grace? Nope. You're, 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 you're close. Mike, you want to, you want to guess on what the, the background song is? No. Is it see there? Hold on. What's up guys? Is that a steel reserve you're drinking too? Uh, we'll get into that. Um, what is he listening to? I hey that's three days grace that's not three gate three days grace it is dude it is not it's three days grace I'm pretty sure that's trapped bro no it's not I'm gonna look it up right now oh it is three days grace yeah 
You're right, Fuck Dan. I got it right on the. All right. All right. What, how how should I how how could I possibly doubt the uh, the king of new metal? I do that. <laughs> Happy lies the crown, Tom. Man, lies the crown. You know what? It's such a far, they're so far removed from kryptonite on this one <laughs> that <laughs> like how considered th- new metal. Yeah, that's three doors down. Well, man. Probably once I get bored, let's crack this open. Oh Ooh. man. Yeah. Now he was so, doing our podcast a year before we started. <laughs> He's listening to three days grace. Drinking a steel reserve. Drinking a steel reserve, baby. I'm so glad I left a little bit of stout for this one here. Oh, man. Uh, <sighs> got to work in a few hours, but I'm actually going to my normal um, I did my normal um, location. I had to go to like this other place for like training, basically, for my new job. So, Why is he playing the song the whole time? I don't know, man. I just know that he's not wearing an undershirt under his New Balance fucking windbreaker. No, he's not. <laughs> he's not wearing a shirt under it. No. Is it a 20 ounce can? Yeah, it's like a 22 ounce like steel reserve can. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. He, uh, it, it's not great. Steel reserve. What is that? Nothing it's, good comes in a can that size. It's malt liquor. Oh. <laughs> so uh, malt liquor that's a funny that's a funny story a friend of mine drank a lot of it when back in the day and challenged me to drink a 40 and i got a 40 down in 22 seconds wow that was 42 seconds of, yeah it was the worst of beer i've ever had i think it was um saint ides Oh. Uh, Wait, what was it? Saint, Saint Ives. Saint Ives, like the like the hand lotion. <laughs> no, it's um. No, that's Saint Ives. Saint oh, Ives yeah. was a uh, forty ounce man. That was yeah, it was a, a forty ounce. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, they used to sell them uh, right up the street from the old party house there, Tom. Huh? Oh. Yeah. All right. Yeah, Saint. Yeah, Saint Ives. Oh, uh, yeah, it had the. Uh, it was like oh. the uh, Norwegian look to their. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, that was horrible. But somebody, you know, you're young and dumb, and somebody challenged you to do it. So, Saint Ives high gravity malt liquor. Oh, there it was. It was horrible. All right. Well, oh Jesus, sounds bad. (laughs) All right, let's get into this uh, steel reserve swilling. Three days grace listening, bro. Yeah, oh, that, was, that was a cute set. There, there were a couple of uh, young ladies on the job who I fell madly in love with. And it was my last day there. And I noticed that they were wearing like really uh, promiscuous and suggestive lipstick. So, yeah, lipstick? Should have made some moves. But I can always go back at any time as a customer and make moves then. But obviously, they were wearing that for me. That's the way I saw it. Like, why else? My, my whole two weeks there, they haven't been wearing lipstick like that. All of a sudden. So he was at this job for two weeks. He's like, so I'm at the giant supermarket about yeah. to put my two weeks notice in. So he's at this. He, he just said his whole two weeks there. So he worked at this job for two weeks and <laughs> two weeks. They, these women never, never. Uh, 
they never wore this promiscuous lipstick, but his last day, they were like, you know what? We're going to put this lipstick on and really we're going to bide for his attention. <laughs> and, you know, and, you know, and th- this guy, the uh, ever the strategist, he uh, he thought, you know what? Strategery. Uh, you know, I didn't I didn't make my moves on my last day. But guess what? I can go back into into PacSun anytime <laughs> and make my moves. I can go back to that zoomies at any time. <laughs> this is the, this is basically the, uh, the, the R gen or like this, this time, the TikTok generation Bro, version of, you in? he's like the TikTok generation of, uh, Seth green from can't hardly wait. Like, oh, oh, yeah. oh baby, please tell me you're not crying. They do with the goggles on his head. <laughs> my last day there were lipstick like that they wanted me to kiss them or they wanted me to make a move but see I'm a professional <laughs> I, that's why I don't wear a shirt under my windbreaker I'm a professional that's why I didn't see a woman wearing I saw those women wearing lipstick and I didn't kiss them that's where your head goes bro like Does this guy work at JJ Raggins uh, he probably does. He probably looks like he changes the kegs. Yeah, he's the dishwasher. Yeah, <laughs> can't engage in such behavior on the job. So here's what I do in my free time. So uh, really no. yeah, I've been on I've been on LKQ for for quite some time. For yeah, she isn't. I love her. She's beautiful. Oh, She's man. so sexy. She has a lot of back right since uh since 2014 but I uh... <laughs> she hasn't been logged in since 2014 but I'm holding out oh, yeah. hope this video is from 2019 but I've oh. been hold I've been holding out hope because Our comments she's so beautiful turned off on this by any chance do, Dan do you really think <laughs> that this guy has the wherewithal to turn off comments <laughs> I, just, I just want to see what people are saying so yeah. th- this guy pinned his own comment here. <laughs> you know, I've been, I know, you know, I mean business when I start with that sly over the top it was sly. He was talking about like sly, like, Oh, it's sly. No, he meant sly like Sylvester Stallone over the top hat turn. Sexy lovers oh, are not no. predestined. They seek and find each other. Well, there's nine replies to that. Someone said hi. Birth information, like time of birth, date of birth, and place. Please give me correct information. I can see your birth chart. Trust me, it works. What is that? What? (laughs) Do you see the first comment? Yeah. That's so weird. What is going on? Please help me get ten thousand subs. His birth name is Robert Santana. He lives in New Jersey. He's like twenty nine. You see the four two five two (laughs) nine. (laughs) <laughs> oh, all right. Um, I got on this beta. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. I want to see you. I was like, oh. I didn't want to. I'm like, oh, is this giving it away? Just the Go fact that your five two ruins your chances. No <laughs> way. Oh, <laughs> correction four eleven. I love. Uh, I love the. Uh, <laughs> it keeps scrolling down. <laughs> Where is it? Oh man, go to a therapist, please. This is creepy. Make a video of what you learned after. <laughs> All right, so let's go. Let's let's get after him here. 
I do remember her uh, URL, of course. And I just want to have sex with her so badly. This chick hasn't logged on since 2014. Five years. She hasn't logged on. And he's he's remembered her she got URL. Married, like two kids and everything. Oh, for sure. <laughs> How did he stalk her that much? She's online right now. And I messaged her uh messaged her an hour ago. And it's gonna really get me angry if she doesn't um if she doesn't reply because um if she's still online um an hour from when I sent the message, that means that she um that she saw my message and she just decided not to respond, and that's simply unacceptable. Simply unacceptable. Yeah, you know that that uh, that classic Robert Palmer song. Oh simply unacceptable. <laughs> Tom, I don't know where you find these people, but your search history must be so screwed up on YouTube. <laughs> oh, my YouTube algorithm is all out of whack. <laughs> Just jacked. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm waiting for this guy to sell me a second set of wheels at Zoomies for my skateboard. Oh, you, <laughs> you don't need these. They're super smooth, quiet. See, I was going to, I thought he was going to, he was going to show us how cut cone knives can cut through anything. <laughs> <laughs> He's not that loud. She does that. I'm gonna be furious. She better. She better. I pray. I hope she. I hope she just. I hope she logged out. I hope that she just didn't see my message yet because if she's ignoring me, it's just gonna get me really upset. I love her so much. You don't. You don't understand how badly I want to have sex with this girl. Why? Why are you putting? Why are you broadcasting this? Why is this on here? Why are you doing this, man? You don't Why understand. You, doing this to you don't Why? understand how badly I want to have sex with this girl. Uh, this right. needs to go on YouTube. I just pray that no beta males got into her first. No, he prays. He prays and prays and prays that no, no beta, beta male has gotten into her first. making videos just like this, man. Yeah. Oh, I gotta take this last sip and salute this guy. And if that's the case, then hopefully. And she's in Manhattan, so she's gonna have a ton of people. But I'm, she's gonna have a ton of guys chasing her. But I'm gonna beat them out. I just need her to respond. As long as we meet up, I'll work my magic in person. Dude, I want to redo this playing. video, but it's just me looking at untapped beers and being like, I'm totally gonna fucking drink that. <laughs> Please do that, Dan. <laughs> What what hasn't been addressed? He put this video in 2019. Yeah, and his his theme song to "Looking Up OK Cubic Girl" is, is three days like grace." 2000. It's from 2003, I believe. Hold on, I just looked it up. Uh, it is from 2003. <laughs> You act like I don't know. <laughs> the, it's the new metal daddy over there. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> MC new metal over here. I don't know when the last time she logged in. So, you know, okay, keep it changed their, uh, their their messaging parameters. Recent, <laughs> uh, not recently, uh, last year, but um, so pretty much. <laughs> used to be able to just message girls constantly now yeah, you can only like their profiles send one message and they- 
Now you can't sex pest them. <laughs> now you, you can't be annoying. Yeah. Yeah. You can't, you can't just completely uh, badger girls into. Now you can't be a shithead incel on OkCupid. Okay <laughs> respond to you and they have to like your profile back in order for you to have a conversation <laughs> with them. It's part of the garbage feminist beta male agenda. And to sh- I, I was. I love how we're washing down this good beer with this. <laughs> cringeworthy video right here. <laughs> I was I was so surprised he didn't throw in the liberal agenda into that one. Oh my god. Shame because now Alpha's like myself. When we make power moves we're limited to one move. We can't just keep messaging and it sucks but it's, it's the way of the world right yeah. now. That's why Nowhere near Alpha. <laughs> well, I mean, if you're going to take alpha away any even existent, if you're going to take away any message from this, it's just like these are how you make Alpha moves, man. <laughs> yeah, oh, man, I'm just waiting for his mom to come downstairs and tell him to turn off it the really lights and go to bed. Because this is not the way the world runs. Like this, the world is being run by these beta males who are manipulating all these hot young ladies through the media, and uh, we, oh. the meat and potato men who used to run the world, uh, we are now relegated to a backseat position. It's, it looks ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. Two weeks, dude. The only thing you were running was the frozen food section at Walmart. The last job he had was for two weeks. Two weeks. And this is where the video cuts off. Now, I like to think that he went on at least an hour diatribe. <laughs> <laughs> And just realized his phone died. <laughs> no, his phone stayed going. And I, I, I like to give like the shadow of the doubt here that he was like, yeah, maybe uh, it got a little dicey after, uh, after about four minutes. Um, so I'm just going to cut it down. I'm going to cut it down to the real meat and potatoes stuff. Like, you know, like the male that I am, I'm the, I'm a meat and potatoes male. And, uh, they, I'm, that's all they need is the meat and potatoes. <laughs> I don't know. I think I'm going to go with Dan's idea that mom came down and knocked him upside the head with a frying pan. Well, that's just because <laughs> you're that's just because you're a beta cuck soy boy like the rest of them. <laughs> and, you know, you're out there getting all the girls and not leaving them for the alphas like me. You know, you know, his dad is Carl from Aqua Tea. He's going to come down like, yo, what are you doing over here? You got well, your laptop open? I'm going to close this. Go to bed. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm <laughs> Get your sorry skinny ass back to bed, you five foot two mook. (laughs) (laughs) I'm guessing that like he's I'm guessing he's like uh, like Jew, like New York Jewish. And someone's going to like his mom's going to come down like, Yosef, Yosef, (laughs) what are you what are you doing on the computer again? Eugene, it's 10 p.m. (laughs) Ma, don't say my name. You got Temple tomorrow. <laughs> ma, just ma, just use my username. Come on, you're you're killing. You're, embarrassing you're, you're making me look followers. like ma. You're making me look like a beta. <laughs> yeah, I'm an alpha. You're making me look like a beta. Oh man. Or maybe I should be uh, a beta because they're getting all the girls. Tom, I gotta say, you've been on the right track the last couple of times with these videos. I'm glad you're back on the straight and narrow with these. Thank you. Cringe videos. Yeah, this is a pretty bad this one, right? Horrible. Yeah, this is this is this is the quality I expect from you. Yeah, Tom. Dan, you're uncomfortable. Mike, you're uncomfortable. Yeah, I've done my job then. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, uh, the, it, it's this is just this is the people that are out there. This is what I'm. Thank, thankfully, thankfully, I believe all three of us are happily married, <laughs> and we never. Yes. We were just. Do you ever think about we're all we are. We were on the cusp of being this guy <laughs> of the online dating generation. Yeah, dude, I never did it. Oh, yeah. I, th- I think no. we all just kind of. Yeah, no, we I like was the last. You know, I did like the uh, I did a little of like the online dating when I lived in New York. Um, and it was like a, I did like the t- that it was before Tinder it was called. Um, um Christian Mingle. Yes. Uh, <laughs> actually I did farmers only. Um, um, uh, no, I, I forget just heard what it, there was cornholing. I forget what it was. It was called. Uh, it was, it was like there was grinder and then it was something that, beca- that be- like came from grinder that, uh, was for single people, like straight people. Um, and it was, I forget it was, it was called like blender or something like something like that. <laughs> but it was, it, it, I, I met like one girl on there and we never like really met in real life. And then I was like, I, I always felt awkward doing it. Like, I, I don't know. It just never really, I don't know. It just, it would, I, I don't, I'm very, very glad. And I feel like I'm fortunate that we, outlasted that generation where people, you know, oh, were, totally. we oh, weren't yeah. those people that had to go like, I like, you know, I know people that are single now and they're doing the, like that's their only way of doing things now. Like if you're single right now, the only way of meeting people is online. Cause there is no going to bars and meeting right. people like that. Um, and it, it came down to like, people were saying like, you know, meeting people, I don't want to tell people I met I don't want to tell people I met. Uh, I don't want to tell my children that I met their mother in a bar. It's like, that's how you met people. Yeah. Right. You know, um, yeah, friends. I, I, I do remember like I was on the cusp, like when I, right before I met my wife, uh, you know, I, I was on the cusp of like, you know, what do I do? Do I try online dating? Do I do that? Cause it was like, you know, you only have, you can only meet uh, so many people at the bar around this area. Yeah. The real, the real like winners are on Christian mingle and that's where you were trying to go. Well, I think I, honestly, I think I would have probably met on like, I would have done like black people That would have been my go-to. You were like, listen, I know you're looking at the profile picture wondering, you know, what the hell am I doing? I'm just saying I'm worth, I'm worth, I'm worth the curiosity. <laughs> you know, I like Casey and Jojo and Key Sweat and, uh, and genuine. I can get down with that. <laughs> the, the beginning of your profile description was all my life. I've prayed for someone like you. <laughs> no, the beginning of my profile would have been like, all right, listen, 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 listen. Hold up, hold up. Listen, listen, hold up. Listen, just hear me out. <laughs> that would have been Take my whole you're out of character. So I'm like, ah, oh, God damn it. <laughs> All right. Well, we're at two hours. Oh man. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, time's up. Time's up everybody. All right. Um, Dan, do you want to, uh, do you want to do plugs? Yeah, we'll do some plugs here. 
Um, as we mentioned before at the beginning of the episode, um, if you liked listening to uh, our episode tonight, uh, you can subscribe, rate, and review. Helps us show up better. Tell your friends about the cast. If you liked our episode with Mike, if you're a friend of Mike's and you're just tuning in for the first time, um, check out our full catalog online. You can go back and listen to all of our great guests we've had on. Uh, we've had some great brewers. Uh, we've had some great micro brewers, uh, home brewers. Um, it's been a it's been a fun ride so far for this podcast. So if uh, you're just tuning in, go ahead and check out our back catalog. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook. That's at best best friends pod. Uh, Thomas, that's at best, best friends, P O D. Thank you, Tom. We the boys uh, from can, the South. <laughs> you can email us too. Uh, if there are some breweries you'd like us to feature that we haven't thought of yet, um, anything that you uh, want us to plug, uh, send us an email. It's best, best friends pod at gmail.com. That's at best, best friends, P O D. Awesome. Um, so, uh, Mike, I got your plugs here. So everyone can follow you here at four local beer fest, right? At yes. Number four local beer fest on Instagram untapped as well at four local beer fest. And we've got your website here as four local foundation dot slash four local beer fest. Am I correct? Correct. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Get, Give him a follow. He's posting a lot of great beers that he's tagging right now in his brew quest. Um, get involved, get engaged. Our link or his link is in our bio. So go check it out, get signed up and enjoy the quest. Yeah, guys. Uh, if you're in the, the PA South Jersey area, uh, go on bonfire.com, uh, and then search brew quest. That's how you're, you're going to get that t-shirt. Even if you're not in the, uh, the, PA uh, area, um, you know, just uh, buy a shirt. Goes to a good cause. Yeah, yeah. I had a guy in Michigan buy a shirt. There you go. And then he <laughs> donated. I was, I was okay, excellent. Thank you. Yeah, uh, you know, we've gained some California listeners. We've gained some Florida listeners. Uh, buy the shirt, support a local cause. Uh, it goes all to a good cause and the craft beer community. So why not? Yeah. Uh, Mike, thanks for coming on. Appreciate Thank having you. Um, Dan. I miss your face being remote. I miss you. Me apart. And I, I do have one more thing to tell you, Dan. I love you. Always have. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Guys, uh, you know, you know, it, it, it's not goodbye. It's just. And always remember. Jeffrey Epstein was killed by the Clinton family. <laughs> All right. So that was best, best friends podcast episode number 29. We'll see you all next week. See ya. See Hosted by Dan and Tom. Best best friends pod. Hosted by Dan and Tom. Best best friends pod. Hosted by Dan and Tom. Best best friends pod. Hosted by Dan and Tom. 
This podcast is hosted by two bros, by two bros. So crack a beer and laugh at some videos, videos. Superhuman jump through barbed wire bricks. Fuck this shit. Hang out with little lunchbox, become a cluggalet, a cluggalet. Sometimes I'm a stouty boy, sometimes lazy. And this podcast is both, so it's all for me. Best best friends pod, hosted by Danny Tom. Cindy Crawford's a fan, how could you go wrong? So many pods up there, were it the ones for me. I've seen it still alive, and listen to Best Best Friends.